And we're back. Yes, sir. Back in the circle. Yes, sir. Damn, it's been like a month since we last did this. Yeah, it's been a minute, my guy. Yeah. A lot has happened since then. We got a new president. Okay, we got a COVID vaccine. Didn't we have Christmas too? Yeah, yeah. Last episode was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Felt like the worst like holiday season in recent memory, in my opinion. Oh, definitely. Just definitely. like n- not even a holiday spirit in the air. Exactly. I mean, there was just... New Year's came and went. Yeah, there was a black cloud like hanging over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Did they even have like a... No, they don't do fireworks on New Year's, do they? Uh, it's supposed to be a ball drop, right? I mean, I heard a bunch of fireworks outside my window. Shit was annoying. Yeah. But it's not like the, the what do you call them? The um, 4th of July fireworks. I always, like, when I think of the new year, I think of, like, some kind of big kind of shindig where, like, a million people gathered around and you're just like, five, four. Everybody's, like, hooting and hollering and feeling some kind of way. Yeah. And then you just find, like, the, the like, closest person to you that looks like they're down. You, like, give them the look. They give you the look. And you're like, all right, is this New Year's kiss going down? <laughs> I bet. Yeah, that's that's but dangerous. Like, like, the New Year's kiss? It's dangerous <laughs> these days. Yeah, it's dangerous these days. I remember back in the day where it would be like if you didn't get a New Year's kiss, the whole year was about to be messed up. That's what I'm saying. You like trying, you like trying to arrange the like guest list at a, like a party or an event so that there's at least one person you know that's down. Yeah, yeah. If you're not in a relationship, yeah, bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, I remember one year. One uh, year I was in Athens for New Year's, and like it came, like it was at midnight, and that same thing happened. I just looked around and made eye contact with this random girl. We kissed. I remember thinking afterwards, like, like you down? yeah, I remember thinking afterwards, like, that was a complete stranger. Like, she could have had herpes. Mm-hmm. Like, could have had any kind of. Yep, that's true. Yeah. I feel like that's a stupid tradition, I, but it's it's a tradition nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with the toast. You know, it's like raising yeah, a glass. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool with raising a glass. <laughs> raising <a> glass. <laughs> Nobody else's lips is on it. <laughs> Yeah, for real. I feel like this is the time, like, this is, like, the perfect generation, perfect day and age to, like, put to rest a lot of those stupid traditions. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff you just didn't do for no reason. Like, me, I went to the New Year's party because, you know, that's, like, something you're supposed to do. Come to find out, like, everybody that knows me knows I hate, like, large social gatherings. Yeah. Large groups of people make me, like, hella uncomfortable. Loud music puts me on edge. I'm kind of like a, is that how dogs are? Don't dogs not like loud noises? Yeah, they get agitated. If like I'm like a little shih tzu, yeah. like a little chihuahua puppy. Like I don't like too many motherfuckers around me. I'm not about it. Loud noises, I'm not about so, it. That's why I like social distance. Like I love social distance. Bro, social distancing was like uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like I miss I miss seeing the homies in a lot of regards. I miss like being able to hop on a plane and travel. Yeah, yeah. Like. Worry free. You could still do those things, but like worry free where I don't have to like think about my actions affecting other people. Yeah, yeah. But damn, like Thanksgiving and, and like uh Christmas holiday, not having to see relatives or people that you really not trying to see. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah. That's no shade to my family, no shade to, you know, no shade to nobody in particular. But damn, sometimes you really just not trying to like Put on a fake smile, like, "Oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you hey, since d- you, you haven't seen me since you was a, I was a baby." Does your family do the like Zoom Zoom gatherings? 
No, thank God. Bro, my family's all about that. That's even more awkward. Yeah, I don't know what's worse, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) The, like, hanging out in person at a Zoom meeting. Like, yeah, we'll skip the whole thing, my dude. I'm I'm trying to skip the whole thing. Yeah, me too. I'm a deadbeat cousin. Mm. It's so sad too, bro. Yeah. Like I've if there's anything I learned in the last like five plus years, it's that if you want to ho- have a relationship with anybody, like friends, family, it takes putting in effort, putting in the work. But damn it, dog. Sometimes I'm just lazy, bro. Yeah. I gotta pick and choose. And this social distancing period has been a nice little, you know relaxation point i'm gonna pick up my friends eventually yeah i feel like you know i feel like i've been a deadbeat homie deadbeat once cousin. i get that vaccine it's over with yeah once i get the vaccine it's done yeah your boy everybody i've been ducking and dodging i get that vaccine it's over with bro i'm coming bro, for you i can't wait till the first time i go back to the club or like go out or something it's gonna be lit oh listen i ain't going back to the club oh, don't get it twisted i'm not going back life? to the club you're not gonna catch me in a bar Oh yeah, no way. Oh, I'm 25 now, almost 26. Ain't no way. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'll I'll go to Dave and Buster's. Hey, I'll go to the arcade. Uh, <laughs> Top Golf. What about no club? <laughs> yeah, catch me at yeah, catch me at Top Golf. Catch me at that Golden Corral buffet. Ooh, oh, bro, I miss buffets. I feel that I can. I miss buffets. Oh man, I miss that diarrhea. Mm, I don't know about that, bro. I don't, I don't never. I don't have a, a sensitive stomach like you, but. Dang, the only thing I think about is, like, the food is so tasty, but you got to overlook, like, the obese person in front of you, like, scratching their butt before they touch the, Exactly, uh, you not know. using the tongs. Or the kids, or the kids picking their nose uh, before they, you know, touch all over the food, pick over which ones they, which bagels they want and stuff. Uh, you were, you were low-key a hypochondriac before this COVID shit. That didn't I, help. I won't say hypochondriac, but I'm uninsured, so, you oh, know, true, a nigga's true. safe. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, bro. Like people, people think, oh damn, you know, Michavelli, he's overreacting with this COVID thing. Like, nah, my, my dude, you should have seen me last year, two years ago, when motherfuckers is like sneezing during flu season. Nah, no. bro, like, miss me with that shit. I'm dutching and dob- ducking and diving, bobbing and weaving, <laughs> look like Muhammad Ali out there. Mask on. Fucking ducking shit like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> no way, bro. You're not finna catch me, slip. <laughs> God damn, bro. It's been like three years since I've had insurance. Take my ass to the hospital and that's it. It's over with chapter three bankruptcy. I mean, it's too e- it's too easy to get caught slipping out here. Like every day yeah. I turn on the news, I see someone else bite the dust. Like, bro, yeah. they said Larry King died the other day. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Oh yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Larry King, a legend. A legend in the game. Won't be another one like it. But yeah, you're right, man. It's really easy to get caught slipping. That's one thing that's been like really uh, apparent over these last year, but especially the last few months. I've had uh, someone close to me has had a lot of their family members pass away due to yeah. COVID. By a lot, I mean like two or three. I mean, that's a lot. A lot of people that they know. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, in my opinion. Even one would be yeah. too much, but I'm over here like, damn, bro, like this thing affects people differently yeah what i don't what i don't like are the people that like are belittling it like yeah like oh you know it's got a a 95 percent um survival rate yeah let you be that five percent oh shit or your mom or your your grandma then your tune changes right Mm -hmm. oh what's crazy is all these people getting the vaccine like allegedly getting sick i heard some horror stories yeah, yeah, me too. 
Fingers crossed, though. Yeah, fingers crossed. Listen, anybody that anybody that knows me knows I'm not an anti-vaxxer. So what's about to come out of my mouth, just listen to it before you, you throw on the anti-vaxxing, Uh-oh. you know, hashtags or whatever. I'm not finna get that vaccine until I know at least three people who got it and haven't, you know, gotten sick or had adverse side effects. I mean... Because I done got the flu vaccine. I got the flu vaccine once in my life. Never had the flu before. Once in my life, I get the flu vaccine, and I come down with the flu. And that John was miserable. You know what I'm saying? When you, not, when you don't get sick, when you do get sick, it feels like you're going to die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I got that flu one time, and I was like, yeah, nah. Yeah, vaccine is like, so, it's like a weakened version of the virus, right? Yeah, it's like the light beer version of the yeah, virus. Like diet COVID. Mm-hmm. Diet COVID. <laughs> diet COVID. Yeah, they just giving it real. to you so your so, body knows how to fight it. But I mean, once I know at least three people who done come through, got the vaccine without you know getting sick or nothing too serious. Like if I see somebody, if I see someone in real life has that like little half half sunken face, like they were showing on a uh, on a uh, Fox News or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. When that Wait, um, you really trust you really trust Fox News like that? I don't know who to trust to be honest, but I'm just saying if I see anybody that's got that like face that looks like a uh, uh, Two Face from Batman, <laughs> where like they shit is like sagging over to one side, yeah, I'm look out. like they got a stroke or something. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm out. If I see that, it's over with. Right, I seen Bill Gates on Instagram like cheesing while getting the vaccine. I'm like, oh, all yeah, right. bro. I mean, I seen like. Hella like uh, people with clout and status in in the church in like the state. Uh, my nigga Bernie Sanders got it. Shout out to Bernie, man. So, shout out to my that dude. meme is legendary. Everybody, everybody clowning my guy. Listen, those memes. I'm all for the memes, but everybody's clowning my guy. Talking about some. I read on Twitter the other day. Some girl was like, "Listen, I'm all for the Bernie memes, but." Something about his facial expression and his demeanor speaks, especially on an occasion that is so big for for black women, speaks volumes to me. Bro. And I was like, yo, yo, I, this was coming from a white, a white woman, oh, by the okay. way. But I was like, yo, I was like, <laughs> relax, girl. Like, it's like three degrees out there. My nigga is cold. How can bro. you even tell what his like, face looks like? He's wearing a mask. He's wearing he a mask, bro. Smiling. You don't like, even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know he old, so his face is all kind of like you know wrinkly and stuff. Anyway, also if you got screwed over twice in a row, two elections in a row, if you got screwed over, you'd be salt too. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think it's that though. I don't think my guy is like salty. I just really reckon that it's cold as shit out there. You got other pictures of him standing up, clapping, taking pictures and stuff. Same kind of emotion or same kind of like facial expression. True. All I know is if I'm out there having to sit for two hours in the cold, bro. Did you did you watch the inauguration? Yeah. That dude at the end that was given like the closing prayer. Like if I had to sit out there and be freezing cold, listen to my dude like get his like little five minutes of fame, closing prayer supposed to be a closing prayer. My nigga over here just like using it to 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 give a final speech, <laughs> little ten minute speech. Like nah, bro. Like if I had to listen to that, I'd be pissed too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bro, chill. Just say your prayer and like let these niggas go That's home. That's what I'm saying. It's like forty degrees. Ain't no ain't no crowd. It's just flags. <laughs> it's just flags. <laughs> freezing cold. Folks gotta act like they interested. 
I really uh one thing I hate when I was watching that I just thought back to this. This gave me flashbacks to when we actually had events to go to. I really hate when there's like some kind of award ceremony or something and folks want to like take like their little piece of time in front of the stage and then turn it into like this is the last time I'm ever going to speak. So y'all going to listen to me now. And I'm just like, bro, this like my 15 minutes. Just, yeah, this is my 15. Like, take take your little like your moment. You got your moment. Fulfill the need, the necessity, like whatever you're like, whatever experience you're supposed to bring to the table, whatever the situation necessitates. Bring that and then go sit back down, bro, because this is this award ceremony could have been done in an hour 15. But because everybody want to take day and speak their peace. Now we're here three hours. Like, let me chill. That's what I'm saying. Shout out, shout out Trump for saying I'm not going. That's hilarious. That is that hilarious. That is so funny. My guy had me dead. He's literally the worst president in history. Yeah, but he was the best president for our country at the time. Though, I'll tell you that. What do you mean? Let me t- let me just let me just I expound on that. So, yeah, not, I don't mean like you know the best president, but I'm saying like for our country, what we needed, like now, we have been exposed, right? Like there's no more, you know, misogyny doesn't exist, racism doesn't exist on our country. Yeah, we know. Like Trump's presidency brought all those mother lovers out the woodwork, right? Yeah. The whole, the whole, uh, blue lives matter. Like never again will that ever be an excuse for anything like, Oh, black lives matter. No blue lives matter. All lives matter. No, because you seen in that little storming of the Capitol, people holding up the blue, the thin blue line flags, beating police officers with it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like there will never be another time where you can like feign ignorance. You know what I'm saying? All y'all, all y'all owe Colin Kaepernick an apology. Everybody. All y'all owe Cal- Colin Kaepernick a motherfucking Everybody. apology. That nigga just kneeled down and y'all mm-hmm. were hating. Y'all stormed the Capitol. Every time I treason. see. Like, bruh. For what? By storming every time the Capitol. I see, uh, my dude, that's treason. I know, but like every time I see, like I'm saying, like what was well, like what was the reason? Like Cardi oh, B, yeah, like what was yeah, the, like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? I I I'm, I I don't want to say like too much on it because one party thinks that Colin Kaepernick is kneeling for no reason. And then I'm over here saying y'all storming the Capitol over some stupid stuff. True. Even though like in one, in one instance, literally literal, like Trump appointed judges have done their investigations into voting fraud and said that there was no evidence of voting fraud and people still want to storm the Capitol. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I don't get. Like it's, but it's at the same time, dry, I'm over you know? here like I'm chilling. It's yeah, like my dude lost. They counted. Excuse me. They Sorry recounted. About that, like, yeah. what are y'all upset about that you lost? But I will say though, my my guy Donald, he did a lot of good stuff that people isn't going to give him credit for. Like, pardon Kodak. Was Black. it advisable? You pardon Kodak Black. Yeah, free Kodak Black. Like in a lot of situations in foreign policy, my guy. My guy did some stuff that might be a little bit ill-advisable ahead of time, like people thinking about the repercussions, like straight up off in that 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 uh the top general at Iran that oh, could have yeah, turned yeah. out big bad, bro. Yeah, that could have turned out big bad. That like, but at the same they time, they shot like, down like an airplane or something, right? Yeah, they assassinated my guy. But um, 
like that that regime has had a long standing history of you know attacks on US soldiers, attacks on democracy in Iraq. Yeah. So Yo, the beef with Iran goes back to like the Cold War, like there's sh- there's shit with like Russia, the Soviet Union, like that's a, that's an old beef that like came back. And I'm not gonna lie, uh, Trump, I don't think it came Trump, back. It never Trump went nowhere. Handled dog. that shit. He handled that shit. And that could have gone really bad, but it, it didn't turn out so bad. We'll see in the days to come. But maybe not. Maybe not so advisable to, you know, kind of upset our partners in NATO with Germany and and that gang. Pull out of a, a lot of brand new renovations to military facilities out there, and just say, Nah, we're gonna shut these bases down and take our people somewhere else. Part of me is like, ah, that's a little bit ill-advised, but at the same time, NATO has to know like they gotta pull their weight as well. They gotta, you know, chip in a little bit of extra to match them U.S. dollars. So some things I'm like, yo, my guy Donald, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be mad at you for this, my guy. I ain't gonna be mad at you. Yeah. But then other things I'm like, I'm like, bro, seriously. I mean, just found out my guy had a diet coke button in the Oval Office. No. A diet coke a button. A diet coke button? That's gangster. Yes, yeah, like you put, like you push <laughs> the button and a butler comes in with a diet coke. That's kind of fly. I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of fly. Yeah, I want a diet coke like, button. Oh, oh, Donald. <laughs> oh, a diet coke. Not like a, not even like a, a normal coke. Not a vanilla coke. Right. You gotta watch. You gotta coke. watch his figure. He's working. The uh, same guy that had it. The same guy that had the national champions from uh, from football and basketball over and gave them Big Macs. Oh yeah, man! The same guy that was hilarious. <laughs> 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 he gave them Big Macs. Like really, these guys like, oh man, we finally get to go to the White House, meet the president. Donald's like, all right, guys, I got you Big Macs, quarter pounders, and chicken nuggets, Bruh. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna miss him. He's the ultimate heel, you know. Yeah. He's the ultimate heel. Like we love to hate Trump. Yeah, that's true. But I'm glad he's gone. That's true. I'm glad he's gone. Like, yeah, and we're gonna see exactly how fake these politicians is. My my dudes was up and down saying, if we win this election, two thousand dollars going to everybody. If we win this election, we're gonna stop putting kids in cages. I'm like, okay, psych, bet. Psych. What? Put your money where your mouth is, homie. I still ain't got that fucking that COVID relief check. I've been waiting. I got yeah. the first one, not the second one. See, I I missed the first one. I'm I was real salty about that. I felt real left out. Then I then I got the uh, got the second one. They mailed it to me. I felt like finally a member of the club. I was like, listen, Donald, if there's anything I can say, I'll say I got my second stimmy. So true. You know, y'all write in my book. I was like, okay. <laughs> but to be honest with you, if I'm being 100% honest with you, I never thought, like, looking back on the first wave of the stimulus and everybody's like the mass unemployment and stuff like that, I had so many homies, so many homies who had jobs still. But their employers filed for unemployment for them so they could get a, a free buck. Yeah. They like gave them like two or three weeks of leave and then brought them back and they were still collecting unemployment for the next like two, three months. 
I never thought in my mind, in my life, I was like, dang, you should have got your free, you should have got a free bag. I didn't think about it. So this time around, when I heard that this unemployment stimulus was uh, coming back and I really did get laid off from my job, I was like, listen, let's, let's apply for some unemployment. When I tell you, these niggas got back to me with the swiftness, with the psych. <laughs> they sent me a letter back saying like how much I was eligible to claim for unemployment, and it was zero dollars. And I was like, nigga, what? Like you really could have just left me on red. It would have been the same. It would have probably been less insulting. You, you waste money on postage to let me know. Like, nah, nigga, you ain't getting shit. I'm like, bruh. You know what? That is unbelievable. You know what's annoying about that? If you're a small business owner, then like. They be reaching out to you, like sending you mail on Instagram. My Instagram's a business profile, even though it's not mm-hmm. like it's a personal account. I was seeing ads right. like, yo, small business owner, apply here for a COVID relief loan. I'm just like, yo, me? Like little old me? You want me? Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't even make sense. Like the people they're reaching out to, and telling them to apply like i don't know i think they i don't know what's going on with small businesses i hope my guys are okay i try to frequent as much as possible but any money they can get i'm all for it all i'm saying is i'm hating on i'm not hating i never hate i'll never i'll never fault the nigga for getting in their bag i'm just a little bit salty that it's okay to hate you know it's okay to hate just as long as you admit your hate i'm just a little bit salty just a little bit bitter I'm like, dang, my niggas really had a had a full time ass job, three weeks of vacation while they still getting paid off this unemployment <laughs> and uh, come back to work collecting two checks. I'm over here like, dang, I really got laid off. Maybe I could give me a little free little bag little, real quick, even if it's just a little something to, you know, pay off some bills for a second. And they was like, nah, I'm like, damn, bro. Damn, can a nigga not be great? Let me be great, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I saw somebody on I saw somebody on the internet fluffle on Twitter, yeah. and it was like, there was like, uh, I just need to say he said, he's like, oh yeah, that unemployment shit for the birds, bro. Like, I will rather like don't give me no hands out. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna go get it. And in the comments, somebody was Shut like, up. yeah, man. <laughs> he's like, if I win that Powerball, somebody was like in the comments, if I win the Powerball, uh, money millions, and they give it to me, I'm gonna just deny it. I'm gonna tell them, nah, I'd rather make it on my own. And I was like, how Get dumb does this nigga here. sound Get right now? Get the fuck out of here. How dumb does I mean, this nigga sound right now? I mean, on one hand, like, winning the lottery is a curse, low-key. Like, I yeah, hear all these stories of people who win the lottery and end up going broke, like, a few years later just because. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you get handed that much money, you didn't earn it. So you don't know, like, it's worth. So you're just going to blow it. People are going to essentially but, rob you. Yeah, it's people, bro. It's people. If you like, that's why I hate the fact that they put their name and picture in the paper yeah, and on the man. news when they win it. Because now everybody's coming up out the woodworks like, yo, nigga, you, you owe me a hundred bucks. Or, yo, remember that time when, when I watched your car for you and I did it for free? Yeah. Psych, nigga, that was 200 bucks charging interest. Remember, remember that time years. in fourth Pay grade up. where I saved you a seat on the bus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody coming up out of nowhere trying to grab on your money. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a interesting 365 days, dog. I'm saying. I mean, I wanted to record today, especially because it's the one year anniversary of the helicopter crash that killed Kobe and his daughter. R.I.P. Dang, R.I.P. I, bro. 
I said it last time too. I knew this was gonna be a a, a shit year when Kobe died. Yeah, man. Like, it's one of those things. Like, it's like when Princess Diana died. It's one of those deaths that everyone felt. You know. Yeah, it shot her around the world, Loki. Yeah, man. I mean, I also. What were you saying, Fof? I was just going to say, like, it's one of those things that forces you to stop and reflect. Like, where am I now? Where am I going? But yeah. continue. Nah, man. Like, you're right. You're right. For real. For real. And I feel like my dude Kobe had a lot of, a lot of, like, energy left, a lot of life left to give to the game, to the people that he loved. 40 years old is still hella young, bro. 45, however old my nigga was. Like, that's real that's young. That's what I'm saying, man. He had a family I'm, to raise. Uh-huh. I'm still over here like flabbergasted and and people always think I'm, you know, like a QAnon conspiracy conspiracy like hate the media kind of dude, but one thing that really us. blew my mind one thing that really blew my mind was the fact that before the police were able to confirm, before they were able to talk to my guy's family, the news broke the story that Kobe was in a helicopter crash. Yeah, TMZ. You know what I'm saying? Right, with zero regard f- for anybody but the headline. You know what I'm saying? It's a dirt. It's like, a dirty world we live in. It is so, 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 so dirty, bro. I would not want to be famous. Like, you could not pay me to be famous. I'm saying. You really couldn't. Fame? Because the whole, like. Fame is such a curse, man. It's such a curse. People who aren't famous don't get it, but people who are famous do. Like, they understand. I feel like most famous people wish they could go back to being anonymous. My guy, uh, Shia LaBeouf, put a bag on his head saying, I'm not famous anymore. I felt that. Yeah. Good for you. It's not going to make it true. There's a whole Instagram page devoted to following this dude around and taking pictures of what he's wearing that day. I followed that page, by the way. Shia LaBeouf got some fresh fits, <laughs> but still. Yeah, man, that paparazzi shit. There's some people out that love it, though. Like, they were yeah. born for it. Like, the Kardashians, they're, like, mm-hmm. designed in a lab to be famous. Yeah. Like, that, them, I get it. Like, that, that's yeah. their calling in life, to be looked at. Right. Milk, milk that attention for all it's worth and get paid off it. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. But you could tell, I mean, I look ain't. at Rob Kardashian. He was not born to be famous. And it shows. <laughs> and and as such, my guy has faded from the spotlight, too. You notice that my guy stays hella anonymous. Yeah, man. I wouldn't say anonymous, but like more so than his siblings. You remember that shit with Black China a while back where he, yeah. he like leaked her nudes or something? He was mad because she was like fucking someone. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. And then Chris Jenner had to like yoke him up real quick, like eh, fuck are you doing? You fucking up the bag, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yo, shout out Chris Jenner. She one of my idols. Shout out Chris. I'm I'm gonna be real with you though, like that we, we did that we talked about that a little bit last time. Or at least we've done in in private, but that leak nude shit is is dead, bro. It's so wack. Like somebody trusted you enough to send that to you in confidence. And if, 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 uh, what's his name? If, um, Rob sent that John, 
That's dead, bro. It's dead, man. I I don't get down with that revenge porn shit, bro. It's so lame. It's so lame. Mm. Like, and you don't get it until it happens to you. Like, you don't understand the like the psychological impact mm-hmm. until it happens to you, and it could happen to anyone. It could, yeah. The only way to really be immune from it is not to partake or participate in it. Exactly. I found out too that Snapchat, every snap that you send, those snap, those like pictures stay in a repository. They might be deleted off of your phone or you can't re- re- like retrieve them, but there's record of them in the internets, in the interwebs. I was like, bro, what? Yeah, all these social media so companies whole- own us low-key, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, let let you try to you know, make a move against one of these companies in the future. They'd be like, oh, what about that nude you sent to your boyfriend on February 12th, Ooh, 2019? Like, they'll just show you that and you oh, you shut the fuck up immediately. Like, yeah. Be listening to you. I'll, oh, bro, I cannot. I cannot. I, I, I was skeptical. I was like, um, what do you call it? Maybe two, three years back, I was telling you, bro, like, man, the phone's listening to you. Like, I was, we were just talking about X, Y, and Z, and then an ad pops up on your phone, and everybody's like, bro, you, you paranoid, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out two, three years later, right now, it, like, conversations I'm literally just having or TV shows I'm watching on the TV, turn my phone on and uh, scroll on Instagram, and there's an ad for it. Scroll on Twitter. There's an ad for it. I'm telling you, bro. Like your phone is just like a little bro, pocket microphone. You don't even. You don't even everything. have to say anything. This morning, I made a. I made a pot of coffee, and I go on Instagram, and I get an ad for Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Like it's over with. It's it's gone beyond the whole like listening and watching. Like at this point, the phone yeah. has like it's like a mind meld. It's like fused. Yeah, like AI is predicting. Yeah, it, it knows what you're gonna do before you do it. Yeah. You ever see Minority Report? Of course. Yeah, bro. That's why I feel like is high key going down right now. Yeah, man. Just like getting closer and closer to Minority Reports, which is part of the reason why I try to leave this little phone away from me at, like as much as possible. Because they got, like, tr- GPS tracking on the phone. Even if you have the phone turned off, it can do it. Apps can do it. You've got to take away apps' permission to use location services and stuff. Yeah, I don't um, I don't fuck with location services at all. But you keep your phone on you. If your phone is on you 24-7, essentially, you have tracked movements. Like, knows your location, where you're going, what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Movement patterns. Yeah, on some level. For me, I'm like, if. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying me, I'm trying to like be divorced from my phone as much as possible. On some level, I'm okay with it, like the being tracked, because I know I'm not really doing anything wrong. Like I'm not a terrorist. But at the same time, it's unsettling, you know? Yeah. It's like Big Brother's always watching. That's true. Dang, that's true. Which, you know what? It's not necessarily a bad thing that they're always watching. Like, uh, I guess privacy as a concept is kind of outdated, you know? Like, in the future, will privacy even be a thing? The way shit's going. Well, hell, I hope so. The way shit's going, I think privacy is going out the window. Like, we're just going to get more and more interconnected until, like, there's no more, like, there's no such thing as privacy 
Like everyone knows everything about everyone else all the time. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think there's a way that it's gonna be like possible. There's gonna be privacy somewhere. You think you think famous people like don't people that have the means will have the ability to maintain a certain level of privacy. Go to like Jackson Hole, Wyoming or Daga, Montana somewhere in their ranch and not see anybody for months. Yeah. It'll be possible. Privacy is going to become like a luxury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something that only the wealthy can afford. That's the way I see it. Or those who have the means. Or those who make a priority for it. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't necessarily have to be wealthy to have a cabin or a lake house. I know a lot of people who are not like extremely wealthy with the lake house. Yeah, yeah. Definitely richer than, than me, but... Yeah. Damn. All right, sorry about that technical difficulties. But uh yeah, shout out to everyone who showed support, you know. Kind of helped me through this last month cuz I mean, it was tough. Like it was really tough. And you know, I'm just really grateful. So thank you. Respect. Yeah, man. Have we put that whole issue to bed? Are we down? Well, we done with the hacking. The Grinch has been slain. Well, I don't want to speak too much on it because, you know, yeah, the police are involved now. So, and at this point, everyone knows who the Grinch is. So, can't really do anything at this point about it. I guess I just wish him well. We'll see what happens. All right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you sound like you sound like all those job applications I've been putting in. My guy's like, oh, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, thank you for your application. We'll, be, we'll see what happens. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon. Yeah. No. It's like, all right. Well, we know how that's gonna go. Yeah. Shout out to my. But, shout out to my boy. Barked out the I'm wrong glad that we tree. we were able to put it to bed. Yeah, man. Right, so... Now that we're looking forward, this is... This is really... Even though, like, we, we kind of just did a little bit of a review, almost. Talked about the old times. Talked about the new year. We're still technically in the beginnings of the new year, right? It's still January. We're still in, like, resolution season, right? Yeah, yeah. I always... I always um try to make sure that I'm 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 in my goal setting mindset towards the beginning of the year but like the new year's holiday you're still kind of tripping off the buzz of like Christmas, you know. The weight loss is like not really starting until like at least halfway through January. The gym still yeah, hasn't yeah. blown up with its like um new year's resolutioners yet. Like it's still not too packed. Probably due to COVID, but we talked about a little bit between the two of us some goals that we have, right, Fwaf? We talked about essentially like a goal that we have of being more consistent in our production schedule, per, uh, consistent in our recording schedule to help put out episodes more, a little bit more consistently, right? Yeah, one one episode a month isn't going to cut it. Nah. <laughs> we need to do this more yeah. more frequently, you know? We'll chop it up. Uh, is there anything? We also, we need to have some guests, like... We yeah. have some guests on here. I got a few in mind right. that I want to sit down with and chop it up. Right. We talked about that as well. 
But do you have anything else? Do you have any goals that you you've been thinking about for yourself personally that you wanna you wanna accomplish in the new year? Maybe the direction you wanna go in? Well, I'm overdue for another installment on the book series that I've been writing. And I also want to start moving towards converting it into, you know, like a film. Hold up, hold up. Now that there's a... So, you know, Fwafo, uh, a lot of people maybe that are listening haven't had an opportunity to hear anything about your 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 book series, right? So can you give us like just the, the spark notes, give us a quick synopsis on maybe what your book series is about and where they can find it? Uh, it, Well, first of all, it's called Dirty Delivery. And... Like the elevator pitch for college students start like an alcohol and drug delivery company and they use drones, AI. It's really surreal, but, you know, I, I, I took my experience in college and like turned it inside out, basically. Like there are lots of little references to things that people who went through it with me would understand but it's seen through like a funhouse mirror in a scenario that's like wildly impossible it's just kind of my way of you know taking the bad things that happened to me and trying to turn like create some good out of it you know and where can they find it it's on amazon link in bio Dirty delivery. Yeah, it's only a dollar. So there's that, there's that uh, first installment, and you're working on a sequel, correct? Yeah, and I I already have like a screenplay, kind of about seven chapters of that. So okay, you know, I hope that really I like want my friends to be involved. Like that was my original hope was that. You know, it could be like something we could all enjoy together, like make something dope mm-hmm. that we could all be proud of. I'm with you on it. I'm with you on it. Yeah. Also, so, so also, I kind of want to like start building a brand for myself. You know, like we have this okay. circle. I've had this logo for a while now and I just I mean, I haven't really done anything with it. So I kind of want to start making clothes, you know, just, you know, expanding and turning it into something, Mm. you know, trying to build something for myself. That's my goal this upcoming year. Now that this whole Grinch shit is starting to be behind me. I feel you. I feel you. You have like one thing I'm always thinking about, especially like during goal setting season or like resolution season is time frames measurable um like markers yeah. things that you can measure to 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 chart your progress chart your make sure that you're on on um accountability on time accountability like things like that yeah yeah what's that daggum it's an acronym the smart goal acronym i've taken it the you know specific measurable attainable um recordable or like What's the R? Something like that. I have no idea. With a timetable on it. I've never heard that before. So I'll take your word. You never heard that before? I'll take your word for it, though. Yeah. So I'm always like thinking about things like that when when I'm setting goals. And those are always things to keep in mind. But it seems like you have an idea of like the vision that you want going forward. Yeah. 
it's all just going to be a matter of like scaling it back for something that you can do to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, you know the story of the of the Gordian knot, Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. Now he came through this t- to this town and saw all these people trying to untie this giant knot and like he looked at them and just slashed it in half like stupid mm-hmm. and it just fell into a bunch of little pieces like if there's something you want to mm-hmm. accomplish the only way to do it is to literally slash it in half and break it down mm-hmm. into a bunch of little pieces that you can manage yep go get it yeah that's true but also if you're not willing to take the step and and actually slash it if you're just taking your whole time thinking about okay how can i unwind and untwist this you'll never get it done you got to take steps yeah, action hey shout out to alexander the great though bro that's one of my low-key one of my heroes the goat the goat the goat himself man yeah what about you what goals do you have uh for me i have i have uh a few simple ones i'm waiting right now to hear back from from an agency that I'm I'm hoping to work for. So prior to that there's not really a whole lot I'm trying to do career-wise. I do have goals of of getting back into my, you know, my peak physical condition just like everybody else I put on that, you know, quarantine weight. I'm I'm trying to get back down. I'm trying to this year I want to run a marathon. That's a goal that I have set for myself. Oh, shit. So, yeah, man. And and I've never run any distance over six miles. I've never run longer than six miles before. Yeah. So running a marathon is like it seems like a daunting task, but hey, man, there's yeah, only one we'll way see. to untie that knot. I know, bro. We gotta just cut it in half, slash it in half, one step at a time. Hey, so if you see me, if you see me, uh, run walking up the highway, mind your business. <laughs> If you see me, you know, running for five seconds and then walking for five minutes, just mind your business. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about what about clothes? I know you're interested in that. Yeah, uh, the big thing for me is because of my body proportions, I got like a, uh, what do they call it, um, skinny waist with a big back. <laughs> I got them degum glutes and thighs. <laughs> yeah. So my pants never fit. So one thing that I've always been interested in is getting my my bottoms in particular like tailor made custom made pick out the fabric one that i know i'm not going to get swamp ass in one that i can you know be comfortable in but still maybe look good but also fits my proportions yeah yeah uh because i'm i'm absolutely tired of going and getting levi's jeans or dress pants and every single time i buy them i gotta go take them to the tailor it's just like buying a new pair of pants so it's like instead of a buy one get one free it's Buy one, pay the price of two for it. Yeah, yeah. Because I got to get everything tailored. So, yeah, th- I, that's a goal that I've had for myself. It's an activity I want to do. It's not one that I think I'll put like a a date or a timetable on. More like a, a, a spare time hobby yeah. that I'll, I'll eventually like, you know. A distant dream as opposed to an immediate goal. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah exactly. Yeah, right, right, right. I feel you. So... But I've already got a lot of fabrics and things that I'm looking at. Um, I've curated enough of my style over the years to understand what fabrics work best with my body. And I know generally the shape and overall fit that I'm looking for. 
So I'm, I'm not, it's not like I'm starting from square zero. This is something I've been thinking about for at least at least ten years since I got my first suit. I feel like I feel so, like yeah. I know a lot of people who are thinking in similar ways to you and me. And the mm-hmm. only reason, like, we just need to get together and put our heads together and make something happening. Make something happen, I mean. Like, mm-hmm. like I know, I know people who could put you on a game as far as clothes go. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just a matter of linking up and, you know, stars aligning, etc. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I got a, I know a handful of people as well who are, like when I was living in Fiji, one of the ladies that I lived close to was a, a tailor. So she made custom suits, she made neckties, she made a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, wow. And so that's where it kind of gave me the, like the, what do you call it? The, um, the notion or the idea, the understanding of what all goes into getting, you know, garments made from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And if I don't give her, like I had her make a few pieces for me. I got some dresses made for, you know, female family members. And I got a bunch of neckties made. And if I wasn't like 100% correct with the design that I gave them, the proportions that I drew out, and and all the elements of the of the, the garment, it would come back and I wouldn't be 100% happy with it. And I'm thinking like, why does this person not, like, why does she not see my vision? It's not because she's not an excellent tailor. It's because I wasn't specific enough in my, you know. Your request. My request, yeah. So with the neckties, I had her make those from scratch, and she never made neckties before, right? So we got it back the first uh, the first couple iterations of it. It was okay because neckties don't take too much fabric, but um, the labor and the time-consumingness of it, kind of made it so like the turnaround wasn't that 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 quick yeah because she had other jobs and stuff to do yeah but the first couple iterations of it didn't have any necktie liner so it was like really shapeless it kind of just dangled from your neck and it the fabric was nice but the overall quality of the necktie was pretty low so i i understood okay hey we need to get necktie liners i had a bunch of them at the house i cut a few open that i didn't mind like seeing the inside of that I wasn't going to miss if I never saw them again. Yeah, yeah. And I realized, okay, a good necktie has not just good fabric on the outside, but it's got a good liner on the inside to give it its shape and its form. And I was like, okay, like, so, so there's a, there's a, a huge learning curve for yeah. it. That's kind of, that's kind of poetic. If you think about it. How so? Like, you know, things that appear one way on the surface, but there's, you know, if you peek under the hood, it's a lot more intricate than meets the eye. Yeah. 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 You think it's it's very simple, but yeah, like the iceberg principle. Yeah. 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 So, so there's a lot of things that you, like, like I said, you're not going to know, you might have ideas for it, but until you get started, until you move, until you like take your sword out, like Alexander, cut the bad boy open, you're not going to be able to understand all the work that goes into it. So that's, that's, that's just my, uh, my philosophy, especially with those those pants, so I've got the ideas. I got like things pop down, but until I like find a lady or a man, because we're you know equal opportunity. Um, yeah, 
whatever. I'm not a sexist. <laughs> I'll, I'll anyway, ask around. Until I f- I'm pretty sure I know. Uh, until I find somebody that knows how to do it. Yeah, yeah. There's a few steps I'm not going to be able to make, but. I think I know a guy. You're right, man. It, I think I know a guy. You know a guy? Yeah, I think I might know a guy. Or a girl, it doesn't matter. It's definitely a girl, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know a guy. I'll put you on. Yeah, we'll keep. I'll keep you. Those uh, few listeners who give a damn, I'll keep you updated and see what where we pop up per- periodically during the year. It's it's always good. I always love this time of year. Like the rebirth. Yeah, man, feels good. The renewal, and then you look back at the end of the year, like holy hell, I was supposed to lose twenty pounds. I gained fifty. What? The <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> hey, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. No, yeah, we, we losing weight this year. We going we getting them abs and shit. We getting snatched. Yeah, we getting our waist snatched. We getting that thigh gap. I'm looking forward to actually having a spring break or like a what do you call it, a summer holiday. Yeah, we we will be at the beach this year. I'm speaking it into existence. Hell yeah, we ain't we ain't Anyways. wearing our shirts in the water, no sir. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything I'll else? You on that one. No, my guy, I'm good. All right, that's the circle. All right. We out. We out.